Ladies, ladies, you don't have to wait for someone else to show enthusiasm for you. You can do that for yourself. We can do that together. Welcome to the Cup of Glow podcast. I'm your host, Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva, and I have the t-shirt to prove it. The Cup of Glow podcast seeks to entertain, inform, and inspire you through serial stories and discussions prompting you, the milestone diva in our midst, to own your power. Which type of laughter did you engage in most recently? Was it belly laughter, nervous laughter, or stress-relieving laughter? Our guest today, Brenda Alico, left the corporate world due to high stress and anxiety issues. While looking at a few TEDx and YouTube videos, she came across an individual who was delivering a session on laughter yoga. Wow! Laughing intentionally has proven health benefits. Laughing is a form of aerobic exercise. Laughter yoga can be done at any age and be modified to any physical challenge. Brenda became certified and is currently teaching a monthly class. Welcome, Brenda. I am happy to have you with us today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here as well. Well, Brenda, tell us a little bit more. What is laughter yoga? As you said in the intro, laughter yoga is a form of aerobic exercise. It's when you are taking everyday situations and creating the humor with it. Part of it is with the aerobics when you're laughing, if you were ever to put your hands on your stomach while you're laughing, especially if you've got that deep belly laugh, you're contracting those stomach muscles, those core muscles, which are an important part of your everyday life, making sure you can stand up straight and, and sit well and, and just be able to do everyday little things. What I like about the laughter yoga is if you're not able to stand, and most classes are no more than 30 minutes, when they were done in person, there was different exercises where you were standing, you were sitting, you were laying down. I can do them through virtual, which is what I love to do. And you can even still do them standing up or sitting down. It doesn't matter. The only thing we can't do is the laying down part. I haven't figured out how to do the camera angle for that yet. But it's a way to relax, get stress-free because you're laughing, you're enjoying. When you're doing all of that laughing, it releases those feel-good endorphins And the way it was explained to me is if there's runners out there at a certain point when you're running, you're you're at that point where you're going, I can't go on anymore. My body is just saying you need to stop, but you push through it. And all of a sudden you've got that, I can do this. And you've got that, what's called that runner's high because those endorphins are being released into your brain. And it's the feel good kind that's allowing you to just move forward. And that's what laughter yoga can do for you as well. It releases the feel-good endorphins. Well, how was laughter yoga started? It was created back in 1972. There was a doctor in India. His last name is Katrina. 
And he needed to find something for his patients that dealt with anxiety, depression, anxiety, all of those mental stresses that we seem to have these days. And originally it started out where his clubs, and that's what laughter yoga sessions are called, they're laughter yoga clubs. They started out with joke telling. And what he found was that his participants were starting to decline. And part of it was that not everybody enjoyed the same joke. So he devised different exercises that took everyday actions and created laughter with it. And part of the laughter yoga sessions, you have the clapping, because if anybody has ever taken acupuncture or studied a little bit of acupuncture, you have all these little acupuncture points in your hands. And as you're clapping, and there's a very specific way that you clap, that you're touching those acupuncture points and you're opening up the bloodstream so that you can start to laugh and really release those endorphins. It's just like when you're at a a play or a music session and you're clapping because it's great music and you're really getting into it. Afterwards, you feel great. And the reason is, is because when you're clapping, you are using those acupuncture touch points. Well, clapping is going to have a whole new interest for me right now. Well, that's that's good. But as I said, you know, um, the trainer that I've, and she's also my coach, so she helps me through different sessions. And I meet with her on a weekly basis just for my own, uh, for my own self so that I would have classes. But one of the things that she used to do is she used to go to assisted living facilities. And that's where uh, some of the people, whether it was Alzheimer's or whatever ailment that they had, they weren't able to stand. And their movement was very limited. So she was able to, and this is what I like about it, you can customize it for your audience so they still get the same benefits of it. And if you think about, especially with the assisted living facilities where you know people don't recognize their family members and they just they sit there just staring out the window, when you're engaging them in something like this, it's easy and it's an exercise and it releases those endorphins, it just makes all the difference in the world. And that's what I love about it. And now that I can do it with Zoom, some of the classes that I've been involved in have had people from Japan and India and Turkey and all throughout the world. And while we don't speak the same language, we're able to communicate almost like miming. So when we say, you know, pretend you have your cell phone in your hand you don't have to have the real cell phone in your hand, but you can, you know what that's like to have a cell phone in your hand. It's easy to mimic what the leader is doing. Well, Brenda, I tried a free laughter yoga class on Zoom earlier this week, uh-huh. and I was amazed. There were only two of us on that call beside the instructor from the U.S. Everyone else, like you said, was from different countries around the world, and everyone was having a grand old time. Yeah. Uh, My trainer, she does classes on Tuesdays, Fridays, and once a month on Saturdays. 
And it's really great because some of the participants, because of the, the different time zones, may have their kids come in and the kids are getting into it as well. So I love it because it doesn't matter what your age is from five to 105. You can get involved with this and just have a great time and learning to relax. Well, I thought I would be really self-conscious after all, you know, you don't think about intentionally laughing just for the sake of laughing. And actually, after about five minutes, it was no big deal. I was right in there with everyone else. And that's where the training comes in. You learn how to get your participants or your audience involved with very simple things and Nothing is there to make you feel uncomfortable. And if you are with uncomfortable with doing a particular action, you just kind of fake it a little bit. This is where the fake it till you make it kind of comes in. And what you're noticing is, is everybody is doing the same thing. Or maybe what I like about it is when you take uh, jazzercise or aerobics classes, if you go in a little bit late, it's really kind of hard to get your rhythm going and follow along with the instructor and you're very self-conscious about what your body looks like and, you know, you're, you're going right and everybody else is going left. The great thing about laughter yoga is you can come in to any part of the session and pick it up just like that. It's very easy. And I love the ability to just get people in on it. And like you said, we do things so that you're not feeling self-conscious, so that you're enjoying it and really getting into the session. Well, what moved you to get certified and start teaching laughter yoga? What was that? What moved you, Brenda, to get certified and start teaching laughter yoga? I was looking for, I don't want to call it a side hustle because when you are, uh, none of the, there's only been one class that I've ever noticed that somebody charged for, and I don't know why they charge for it, but most laughter classes, unless there's a fee involved with, uh, if you're doing it in person, they usually ask for donations, but most people don't charge for the laughter yoga class. It's one of those things that it's great. You don't have to, it's a, it's a way of giving back. And that's what I liked about it is there are other ways that I can turn it into, um, a monetary business. But the point is, is being able to give something back and it doesn't matter with the age, with the community. I'm looking forward to being able to do something outside. Now, Florida is a little tough because I was out earlier with my dog and it was 96 degrees and I couldn't wait to get back inside the house. Well, I heard it's becoming pretty warm in other states as well, but I understand Florida heat for sure. capabilities as long as you're willing to just laugh and have a good time I'm hoping that the class I'm doing on Sunday that this one individual comes she typically comes to my classes whenever possible but as soon as she gets online she just starts laughing and it creates this whole infectious thing it's kind of you know it's tough to me to do my intro sometimes because she's already laughing and I was just like you just need to come to all my classes just to at least midway, get everybody laughing because, you know, if you think about 
you know, that person that's always giggly, that's always happy. They're always laughing. And it really, I don't know, the ability to give back and, and get somebody thinking in a different light and doing it organically without medications, without stress, just putting yourself out there and you can do it anywhere. If you're in traffic and maybe, you know, someone cut you off well, instead of swearing at them or, you know, giving them the finger or anything like that, just start laughing. Well, I intend to um, join your class on Sunday, so I hope I'm going to laugh a lot. I'm pretty certain I will because I've attended a workshop you gave and it was wonderful. Let me oh, ask you another you. question uh-huh. about Tuning fork. You're involved wow. in tuning fork. What is that? Well, tuning fork therapy, it's you're taking a tuning fork, and I also use crystals. And it's almost like a massage. Your body, the way it functions, and when I was reading about different ways, because I've injured my shoulder, so I'm, I'm nursing a really bad shoulder that I did uh, some damage to quite a few years ago. But it's a, it's a way of massage that it takes the vibrations. Uh, the tuning fork uses vibrational therapy to get your body back in sync. So it resyncs up your body because your body is vibrational. And when I was reading about it, one of the individuals that actually creates different tuning forks for other therapists and I guess you can't do it anymore, but there's different facilities throughout the U.S. that are beyond soundproof. And when he went into this one, because he was trying to figure out the different vibrations on his own body, and he was hearing all of this vibrating sound, there was nothing in the room but him. And what it was, it was his body creating the vibrational sound. And it's just like when you're tuning up your car, you know how when you turn the engine on and you can tell if the engine is running smoothly and everything is well in place, it's the same thing with your body. And what I liked about it is it really works well. And I've gone through uh, different types of therapies from steroid shots, which I hate, acupuncture, for me, it was extremely painful uh, and I was very uncomfortable with it and different massages. And when I started taking on tuning fork therapy for my shoulder, I felt more relaxed than I did with any massage that I have ever taken. And what I liked about it is you don't take your clothes off. (laughs) Well, that's a good thing. However, for now, I'm gonna stick with laughter yoga. That's gonna be it for me right now. That's okay. Brenda, on this podcast, we always provide opportunities to recognize and celebrate birthdays by offering a fun story or birthday trivia. Please tell us about your most fun or interesting birthday. Well, it wasn't really my birthday. Um, It was my mother's birthday, and she was turning 50. I was already living in Tampa at the time, and 
my sister-in-law said, hey, are you going to come down and help celebrate your mom's birthday? I went, yeah, sure, we'll come down because we always spent the night at my mom's house. And she goes, well, we're going to go to her favorite place for some cocktails. And she goes, your mom wants a male dancer. And I went, what do you mean she wants a male dancer? So they got us a strippogram for my mom who came to the bar uh, where we had cocktails. And she had she had a grand time, you know, just uh, she didn't really stuff a lot of bills. <laughs> but it was just one of those moments. We took some pictures that was before Facebook. So we didn't post anything, but she just had a great time. We went and got out, uh, went to McDonald's and brought McDonald's back to the place. But it was just an interesting thing. And you would never think uh, that your mom would want something like that or be involved in something like that uh, because she was always very straight laced, even though she liked having a good time. But that's not something I would ever imagine my mom. I would have never invited her to one of those. You know, I remember way back in the early 80s, mid 80s, those type of strippograms were really popular and people would send them to offices because mm-hmm. a, f- a few times people showed up at our office and the next thing we know it was a guy pretending to be a police officer and then something else was going on and we're like, oh my God, but I can't, <laughs> <laughs> I can't see that happening in 2021. It's not going to happen anymore, at least not in the office I'm working in. Yeah, no. Um, even my home office, that that, that wouldn't cut it. <laughs> no. But yeah, it's amazing what what we did back in the seventies and the and the eighties that we just wouldn't think of doing it anymore. Not at all. Well, Brenda, my key word is happiness, and my ideal state of being is to be happy. Before we close, please leave us with a few words of wisdom to help us live happy. Well, this one I just found uh, Wednesday. I can't remember. Today's Thursday. So yesterday I was at a networking group. And this is from Buckmeister Fuller. The minute you begin to do what you are really, what you really want to do, it is a different kind of life. All right. I like that. Well, Brenda, if you're ever in Tallahassee, will you promise to make yourself available for a drop-in laughter yoga session? Oh, awesome. Absolutely. Yes, I will get the place and we will do it. I've really enjoyed our time together today and thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for the invite. I really enjoyed myself. All right. I will be in your class on Sunday. Bring friends. And I'll report (laughs) back to everybody else. All right. Thank you, Brenda. Today's program was brought to you by Replay Fitness Feel Good Again, helping women age 50 and older to retire happy and feel good again. To learn more about Replay Fitness Feel Good Again, go to replayfitnessfga.com Remember to subscribe and tell your friends about the podcast. We love what we do and sharing a few minutes with you. Email your questions or comments about the Cup of Glow podcast to gloria at 
thecupofglow.com. Until next time, this has been the Cup of Glow podcast with Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva. It's about a decade and not a date.